famous panel show that wants to do the right thing in any situation. For example, what should you do when a penguin dies? Alert the next of kin, or if you can't find them, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> so right, isn't it? It's all right for a joke. So, let's meet the teams trying to do the right thing today. On my left, it's a shovel dressed like a Catholic, Margaret Cable Smith. <laughs> And star of the internet, but not in a sex way, Emma Kennedy. <laughs> How do you know? And on my right, a pair of pyjamas filled with American sand. It's Rich Vulture. Yay! I'm alive. And finally, the Linda McCartney of hating you. <laughs> Michael Legg. Vegetarian, and I'm glad she's dead because she's a wussy vegetarian. Is she dead? <laughs> and after those pleasantries, uh, it's time for the first round the importance of being right. The importance of being right. In this round, I'm going to describe a situation plucked at random from the recesses of my mind. And our teams must tell me what is the right thing to do according to the gospel according to Derek Internet. <laughs> now, Michael and Richie, first, you are taken to dinner at the Ivy. You order the finest vegan meal on the menu. It's a piece of tofu with a sprinkling of plate underneath and an olive on the top. You are enjoying the olive when you start to choke. The last thing you see before passing out are tears running down the faces of your loved ones. When you finally awake, you find yourself in a pitch black confined space. Oh no, your family thought you were dead and have had you buried. So according to the worst case scenario extreme edition, what is the right thing to do if you're accidentally buried alive? <laughs> Right, now, okay. as a vegan, <laughs> I mean, I'm only going to be helping worms and other insects. Or worms insects? I don't know. Uh, by just lying there and dying. Maybe I should just die. <laughs> Is that what you want? <laughs> you and my friends crying tears, that's not vegan. Our tears not vegan? Of course they're not vegan, they come from an okay. animal. <laughs> Only dandelion tears are vegan. So you... Wasn't Hitler vegan? No, he wasn't, he was a Nazi. People get this mistake. Oh, right, okay, shoot, I always get that wrong. Oh, man. Now, if I were in that situation, now, by taken to the ivy, does that mean kidnapped? <laughs> I don't like it. No, um, so you're buried alive. I guess I would immediately start to masturbate. That's just my go-to. Try and drown yourself. Yeah, yeah you've got to calm yourself down. Again, not vegan. <laughs> Did you ever see Alfred Hitchcock, the TV show? Yes, okay. I know exactly. There was this yeah. one episode where the guy's getting hung and he makes a deal with this guy, like, I'll save you, but you got to pretend to be dead and then we'll bury you and then I'll uncover you. Then he wakes up and the guy who's supposed to save him is right next to him. It's really it's the so worst. I mean, creepy. that's not that for creepy. a comedy panel show. It's oh. genuinely Oh, wait, sorry. This is a horror show. <laughs> <laughs> you know that panel horror show that you were booked to do? They used to bury in New Orleans when they had a typhoid outbreak. Loads of people got buried who weren't dead. And they used to bury people with bells. And that's where the expression saved by the bell comes from. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, Really? It's not fucking QI. Uh -huh. <laughs> Clearly. That's where they get the... That's where they no got the character Screech. 
Would you scream for help, Michael? <laughs> if I was buried alive in a coffin, yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievably, yeah, I would panic. That's the you'd wrong be wrong. Yes, yeah, hang on. It burn yeah. up oxygen. Yeah, oxygen. You know, don't panic because that's you burn up your oxygen. Right. What yeah. you're meant to do is hope Whistle. that they've buried you with your mobile phone. So but... I'm meant to hope. <laughs> <laughs> right there in no time. And then you hope that you've been buried in a slightly flimsy coffin. You know, like human. <laughs> so and your family are cheapskates. Yes, and yeah. you hope that. And then you punch your way up through the earth and then come out through the top. If you yeah. do that, all the soil caves in on you. Yeah. I don't like getting my hands dirty. <laughs> you know what you are meant to do? Stop the soil going in your mouth. You pull your shirt over your head and make a bag and then tunnel through the soil. <laughs> hey, if this saves one life... <laughs> do you know what? In many ways, I hope I'm never buried alive. <laughs> Not in all ways, but in many. <laughs> that was the joke. <laughs> and scene. I know! This yeah, do you know what? It didn't, didn't get out. enough of a laugh. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> it got a laugh in the end. <laughs> Everybody gets points. And Emma, yes. picture this if you will. You're out having a drink in town when you bump into an old university friend who you've not seen for ages. And the reason you've not seen it for Is ages... Is it Richard Herring? <laughs> yes, I was going to say, we didn't... I mean, I'm, I'm much younger than Emma. We're unlikely <laughs> to have been at the same university, so already it's flawed. Don't stop Danielle. picking holes in this bit. <laughs> so you meet a friend, and the reason you've not seen it for ages is because she was a cunt. However, <laughs> she looks back on your time fondly, and after a couple of glasses of wine, tells you that she always thought you were amazing, and she's delighted to have you back in her life. So delighted, in fact, she wants you to be one of her bridesmaids. The next morning, she calls to arrange a dress fitting. You still think she's a cunt. What is the right way to get out of this situation according to ehow.something? Just tell her she's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, if anyone flatters me enough, I'll do anything. There you go. <laughs> not, not anal. We've already established. <laughs> I really did want to get through this recording not talking about my anus. Could you not even be... <laughs> if someone said you had the most beautiful anus in the world, <laughs> would that not do it? Would I be their bridesmaid? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I just got an idea. What about a stage show where everybody gives monologues called the analogues? Nice. Would people think it was about pre-digital technology, then? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> nice! I'm not proud. <laughs> If you were getting married and you asked someone to be your bridesmaid... And they called me a cunt. No, no, no. Yeah. no she's not like the worst person in the world. You just don't like her. Yeah. So you don't want to be really horrible. But if it was you getting married and someone didn't want to be your bridesmaid, how should they tell you? Um... If you were getting married. Yeah. <laughs> I'd turn up in a wheelchair. <laughs> to the fitting. You think, you think they're disabless? Yeah. To the fitting? Yeah, yeah. I would. I'd turn up work. to the fitting in a wheelchair because I, I think I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't think any bride wants someone in a wheelchair coming up behind her. Because <laughs> it's distracting. Or, uh... It is, it's distracting. Right, has anyone in this room ever seen a bridesmaid in a wheelchair coming up the aisle behind a bride? Anyone? They're not going to say That's my point. No one. Nobody. Especially if Nobody. they put, like, football cards in the spokes. <laughs> Here comes the bride. <laughs> Do you know, that is a better answer than anything I have here, so you oh, can really? have all the points. Yeah. Have you ever been a bridesmaid, Michael? No, I was a best man at my uh, friend Martin Bell's wedding, and he... Name he, drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
as bells do. Uh, yeah, and he's deaf. But I told this story that was really embarrassing about him as a child. Obviously, the punchline is, he's deaf. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, that's not very... It is fucking funny. Uh, and his side of the family wailed well after, and her side of the family fucking hated me. <laughs> I might as well have kicked the bridesmaid who was in a wheelchair that day. <laughs> I'm supposed to go, actually, to a stag do this weekend. But surprisingly, everybody has asked me to wear a dress. Are they all wearing dresses? No. <laughs> and they're all really horny. A friend of mine uh, was working as an A&E doctor and an uh, ambulance came in uh, with the groom very much uh, on a stretcher. And what had happened was he'd aspirated a pickled onion at the reception and had choked and the bride trying to get it... She said, I don't know why I'm laughing, it's awful. <laughs> the bride trying to get the pickle onion out had, had gone at it with a fork to try and spike it out of his mouth and sort of shoved it down further. And the ambulance man arrived and realised the groom was dead. But, but in order not to spoil the mood... <laughs> <laughs> he went through the motions of doing the Heimlich manoeuvre. So he Heimlich manoeuvred the groom and the pickled onion shot out and hit the grandmother in the eye. So she had to go and was blinded. And so she had to go to A&E as well. So the groom was dead and the grandmother was blinded. So were you booked for the same horror panel show <laughs> as Richard? I've remembered what my wedding horror story is now. My friend uh, Dom Cook got married a couple of years ago. And I also have a friend called Dom Hoare. And I get Dom Cook and Dom Hoare terribly confused. Even though they don't look alike, but they're both called Dom, aren't they? Dom Cook and Dom Hoare. Anyway, I'm at Dom Cook's wedding. Dom Cook's wedding. And uh, you, know, you, know the, you know the horrible lineup where you have to say hello to everyone right at the end? I never know what you say to the bride. So I thought, you know, I'll just be cheery. And because I got the names confused, on the wedding day, I turned to this woman who I've barely ever spoken to and went, hello, Mrs. Hoare. <laughs> <laughs> Did she like that? Do you know what? You can explain and you can explain, but really nothing, nothing papers over that crack on a wedding day. Well, on that lovely, more uplifting story than Emma's, um, <laughs> let's move on. The next round is Agony. because I am going to ask our panellists to give actual advice to real people with real problems. Now, to start with, let's see if you can work out what proper agony aunt advised to this problem sent into a real-life newspaper. Michael, if you can read out yours for us first. Well, let's see if I can. Dear agony aunt, <laughs> I've been brought up to believe that you keep your mouth closed when you kiss. I'm 18, male, a student. And my mates keep giving me grief that girls say I'm weird because I won't open my mouth when I'm kissing. <laughs> Am I doing something wrong? Margaret. Yes. I actually have a friend who... Um, uh, her first boyfriend learnt to kiss with his mother. She with decided tongues. it must be, yeah, with tongues. Oh. When he was 11, oh. it was in, you know, Gloucestershire. Um, oh, that explains oh, it. Well, okay. But um, I do have some advice, uh, which is you should kiss, 
the way that they are kissing you. That's what I've heard. That is, oh. a, good, is a good tip. Because my first kiss was so bad, I didn't kiss anyone else for five years. Right. Did anyone want to kiss you for five years? That is not the point. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first oh, kiss. Was a... It was so bad. It was just a kind of frog... In, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out. Very, very violently and angrily. No, worse than that is the ones where, you know, they dribble down your face. There's just so yeah. much saliva. The washing just, machine. Yeah. Their mouth is just so much bigger than yours. That's, yeah. Yeah. When they have, a, like, a hockey mask on. <laughs> see, see, I remember my first kiss really, really well, but it was really distracting. Because I was kissing, brilliant. But the, listen, not that this matters, and it really doesn't matter, because I'm a mature adult now, but I was young then, and I kept looking, because she had a missing finger. <laughs> <laughs> How did she lose her finger? I didn't ask. Do you know what? what? I just met her, and I thought, I'm, 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 yeah. I've got my tongue in your mouth. I think the rudest thing I can do now is go, how come your hand's all fucked up? <laughs> well, when was your first kiss? I was 17. No, it's really old, isn't it? I was wearing an I'm Common T-shirt. <laughs> I was at a nightclub. I'm only happy when it rains was playing on the so music. So we can date this almost exactly. <laughs> and it was a man, and he a thought... A man, a full-grown man, <laughs> OK. And he said I had big tits. Which Woo! That is the hottest thing I've ever <laughs> What a charmer! He said you had tits. <laughs> and then his girlfriend turned oh. up. Oh! Yes, no. Did she have tits? <laughs> Hers were smaller, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I was madly number this girl when I was about 17. I wanted her to be my first kiss. And I, I, mean, I spoke to her a couple of times, but one night I thought, I've got the coach to actually sit down next to her in this nightclub and I'm going to talk to her. And I did. I was very drunk and I sat down next to her. And I'm not kidding you, it was a blink of an eye. I literally blinked and all of a sudden the music had stopped, the nightclub was empty, the lights were on, people were cleaning up, <laughs> and I had vomit all down. <laughs> that nightclub was called Rohypnies. Yeah. Do you know, I think I'm going to give Michael Leg the points in that one. Because well, I'm sorry for it. This has been recorded. Clap, you fuckers! <laughs> Would yes. you like to read out your problem? Yes. <laughs> Dear Agony Aunts... Oh, sorry, sexy and evil, right. <clears throat> For the last six months, <laughs> I've been having a steamy affair with my twin sister's boyfriend. Oh, thank God. We have, shared... <laughs> we have shared everything in the past, so I can't see a problem in sharing him too, OK? We are both 20 and so is he. He says we are like two peas in a pod, but he can tell the difference and fancies me too. It's got a type. Uh, but my mum... But my mum has found out and isn't happy. She has always been jealous of me because I was the one what got good marks at school and I'm set at a good career in marketing <laughs> while my sister is just a beauty therapist on rubbish pay like my mum. This is really weird. <laughs> mum is now threatening to tell my sister. Wow. I told her I'll stop seeing him, but he's too lovely. Surely, if I am willing to share him, she should be willing to do so as well. Why is the mother jealous of her for her lack of beauty therapist? The mother is the twin. What? Yeah, I'm thinking that might be, that might be what's happened. You're a man of the world. What yeah, would you I'm, advise a, I'm a man of this world. Um, <laughs> see, I can relate to what this guy is going through a lot. See, I really like peas, but to me they're all individuals. <laughs> and I'm really glad he feels the same way <laughs> about peas. 
Was that not the point? No! no, no. Oh, oh, fuck, that's all I have. I'm Silk Beacon, that's all I care about. <laughs> there are only 20, come on. Yeah, for so that, that's some fun. But what's the advice, then? What, what, he wants to know whether or no, not... she wants she to wants know, know whether she should stop seeing him. No, 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 carry no. on. But you know what? Yeah. This was a great opportunity to fucking give. <laughs> Do you know what? There's far too much selfishness in this world, and if a set of twins have a chance to give one man happiness, <laughs> two times over. What the fuck is wrong with you people? You Any are twins in this room? Good. <laughs> I hate when they're creepy. They <laughs> smile all the time. They do when they're not killing. <laughs> This is the th I think this oh, is the thing about identical pigmies. twins. That's what you are. <laughs> identical twins just want to be with their other identical twin. I think this is something everyone just has to accept. I know it. Margaret. Yes. Ooh. Can I ask you a question? Oh, God. Yes. Uh, what, what is a moral pygmy? <laughs> <laughs> you racist. Do any of you have any actual advice for this poor girl? I can't remember what it was. Just carry on. She says carry, carry They all say carry on. Everybody says that she should carry on. <laughs> How about if they were conjoined? Because then they'd know. Yeah, they'd know. And then that would be, all be all right. Did Is anybody it, see the human centipede the other day? Oh, God. Night? I've no. seen that. What if they were centipedes? Well. They were joined, like, You can't three have of sex them. with the middle the, one. The, the oh, thing I'm right. pretty sure we talked about this last year, Margaret, didn't we? How the human centipedes just sound so vile, but the human caterpillar sounds <laughs> lovely. At the end of that question, <laughs> none of you even bothered. I'm taking all of your points away. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. I am like the god of points. <laughs> right, so what we have also done is obviously on the way in, we asked you all to fill out a questionnaire with your own problems. So I'm going to read out some of the audience's problems and I want the panel to answer them properly. These are real people yeah, these who are, are real here. People. Not like that twin who you didn't give a fuck to. about. There is not a single fucking real person in this <laughs> The first one is Anna. Is Anna here anywhere? Oh, hello. Anna's over here. She's heavily pregnant. Heavily pregnant. Oh, don't give Watch it away. It. That's what the question's oh, about. Sorry. Oh. Anna's question is, my baby boy is four days overdue. <gasps> How can I get him to come out? Typical women, well, always waiting on you, the man. Why don't you play, <laughs> play him some village people? Um, <laughs> some Diana Ross. <laughs> that might work. Why don't you go out to a really horrific panel podcast <laughs> in which the most horrible <laughs> images you've ever heard will stay with you forever? Uh, curry, sex, bad tea. One word, butter. <laughs> Do you have... Um, uh, it's not M&M's. What is it? It's Reese's Pieces. Do you have any Reese's Pieces? Because it's like an E.T. Elliot's coaxed... E.T. out of... Um, I mean, it wasn't a worm or anything, but it's like a shed. Come out of the vagina. Isn't a worm basically a girl's shed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any of that help, Anna? Not so much, maybe. I've tried the curries and, you know, all the things. Sex. The butter? Are you trying to key Sex. down the back of your neck? Key? No, I haven't tried drinking a surprise. glass of water backwards. Have you tried watching Top Gear upside down? <laughs> That's the one! <laughs> As it's a little way, have you sat maybe with your legs akimbo around an Xbox? <laughs> have you tried being shot out of a human cannonball? <laughs> no? Have, have you, you tried, tried a caesarean? <laughs> <laughs> a home 
cesarean are you recommending there? Or what about like when you try and get a tooth? You just put a string up your vagina and attach it to a door and slam it. I hope that helps. Good luck with the birth. Is Benny here at all? Oh, there, Benny's waving over there. So Benny's question was, I was outside a pub the other day and a 19-year-old, heavily pregnant girl, came up to me and asked for a light. I gave her one, but was then racked with guilt. What would the panel have done? Was she was she like? Was it a torchlight? Or was it... What did she do with it? She could have been trying to smoke it out. She was seeking a light for a cigarette and I gave her a lighter. Some people smoke quite deliberately through their pregnancies because it makes the fetus smaller so that it's an easier birth. I've heard this. That's what the World Health Organization recommends. So maybe she had a very narrow cervix and she was doing it for medical reasons. That's the positive to take from it. The negative is that she's a cunt. (laughs) And speaking of cunts, Michael. (laughs) Maybe uh, she doesn't smoke, maybe the baby does. (laughs) Which would be worse, though, if she were really obese and asked for a Big Mac, or if she was skinny and asked for a cigarette? (laughs) Why are we challenging this man? (laughs) I'm challenging you, because I'm sick of these Uh, questions! (laughs) Did uh, did any of that help, Benny? Uh, Yeah, yes, it's, it's helped me a lot. Yeah, there you go. Get, 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 get <laughs> He's crying now. Yeah. Well, that's Thank the you. end of that round. Mm. Well done, Benny. Round of applause for Benny and Anna. <laughs> and if anybody out there wants our advice <laughs> or just wants to send us an email about anything, then you can contact us at rightthing1 at gmail.com and you never know, we might read it one day. <laughs> Not out loud. Not out loud. Uh, so we've heard, we've heard from some amateurs. Now it's time to ask the expert. Ask, 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 ask. In this round, we've managed to get an expert guest on the show, and now we are going to waste their time uh, as the panel try and guess what they think the right thing to do is in situations. So please welcome this week's expert, Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello, Hello, Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello. How you doing, mate? I'm fine. He's my mate. This is absolutely fucking ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) And his name's not Paul, it's Fat Paul. (laughs) That's true. Fat Paul? He's not fat. No, No, I didn't say he was. (laughs) So you're our smart home expert. I am. What does that mean? I design and install things for the super rich. So I put cinemas and music systems and security and things like that. Lots of gadgets. Now, our producer said to me that if I so wanted, you could make me a swimming pool that turned orange when you shouted Yahtzee. I could, yeah. Yeah, okay. definitely, definitely. That's the best thing I've ever heard. How, how much would that cost? Hang on, how do you do that? Smoke and mirrors. Really. Science. And lots of money. If I had enough money, could I put a shark, a live shark, in my dining room table? Definitely, definitely. Really? We've done it more than once. So what happens in this round is I've given Paul some scenarios and he's going to tell me what the right thing to do is in each situation. But, so you can gauge him more as a man first, you each get to ask him one question. So make it snappy. So Emma, have you got a question for Paul? Okay, can you self fillet <laughs> uh, I've tried. 
but I think a little bit more practice. <laughs> Margot, what was your and question? How, how did you learn to kiss, Fat Paul? <laughs> it was uh, your mum. Ah. <laughs> but at least it wasn't yours. So. Have you ever at any time in your life solved a crime? <laughs> I'm hoping to solve this one. Michael. Uh, Fat Paul, in 1997, the 12 Bar Club, when you said you loved me, did you mean it? <laughs> yes. Hey! This is the first scenario, okay? So what does Paul think is the right thing Fat to do Paul. in this situation? Fat Paul. Fat Paul. You've just started a job for a super rich banker who wants his home fitted with all the latest mod cons, but there's something about him you recognise. Then it hits you. He went to school with you, where he made your life a living hell, stole your childhood sweetheart and married her before divorcing her and leaving her penniless. While you're measuring up, he laughingly tells you his bonus this year was bigger than it's ever been before, snorts and shouts, what recession, while lighting a cigar with a rolled-up £50 note. While connecting his MacBook Air up to his microwave, you discover animal porn on his hard drive. What is the right thing to do in this situation? This convoluted situation? <laughs> well, clearly watch the animal porn. That's, oh. that's the right oh. thing to do, isn't it? Do you it? not know Paul at all? you, you got to figure out what kind of animal porn. I mean, if it's a dog, that's sick. But if it's a donkey... <laughs> that's religious. There, there, <laughs> there was a woman who left her husband for the dog. And it was in a phenomenal documentary, and it raised more questions than it answered, obviously. But I just, I just wanted to know, at what point did he think, oh, my wife's having an affair, and then think, it's with the dog? And then how do you bring that up? <laughs> Paul? <laughs> What would you do if your wife was having an affair with... No, that's not... No, right. no, 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 we're going. no. We're not, we're don't going. want to know that. Michael, do you think... Uh, what do well, you think? Well, you would Paul ask, did? wouldn't you? You would just ask your partner, go, are you having an affair with no, the dog? No, are you? No, are you? No. Are you having an affair it's with the dog? It's more complex than this. Paul is in the home of a man who made his life hell and he can get him arrested. What do you think Paul does? Oh, no, Paul would uh, plant evidence on people. <laughs> I think Paul's really into getting people arrested. That's <laughs> what he likes. But animal porn's not illegal. What? <laughs> of course it is! Shit! <laughs> Paul, what would you do in this situation? Hang on, is it illegal to have sex with animals? Yes! Is it just illegal to get married? What animal have you fucked? <laughs> <laughs> it totally depends on the animal. If it's a dolphin, <laughs> that's sick. A walrus, heaven. That's why it's called the walrus of love. Come on, yes or no? Do you think Paul would shop this man after finding no. the animal porn, or do you think he's a professional? Yeah. Look, the no, thing no, is, no, he's a professional. He's a good moral yeah. citizen. Paul yeah. is my friend, and I think I'm the most important person in the world <laughs> to him. And if he saw something that was non-vegan on a laptop, <laughs> I'd no. You didn't shop him, no. Paul, That's my answer. Paul, what, Paul what would you do? I think I would blackmail him. <gasps> really? <laughs> Moral as I was I hoping. Would, <laughs> I would um, make him wrap himself in tinfoil and become my robot butler. <laughs> Can you make a robot butler? If you want. Are you that good? 
Could you make another one of me for me to love? I could. I could. Not in a sexual way. Let's say Daniel's boyfriend's in the audience. That is going to happen soon. The sex spots are coming. I don't want to have sex with it. I just want to walk around with it, yeah. You said love. Could you make one of them? I I think I have a spare one, actually. Well, please, big round of applause for Fat Paul. Yeah. Right, okay, so it's time for the final round. Do the wrong thing. to go to the dark side and tell me what is the wrongest thing to do in any given scenario. Whoever is the most wrongest according to my own barometer of wrong is right. Bonus points for making anybody in the audience walk out in disgust. <laughs> this round will end when producer Ben toots his horn, so here we go. The entire human race has been wiped out by a disease and for some reason you are immune. It's just you and the animals and some mutants left. <clears throat> what is the wrong thing to do? Well, this actually happened. <laughs> Like it. In the documentary film I Am Legend with Will Smith, uh, where he was the only person left in the world that wasn't affected by a disease, and the city of New York had been run amok by mutants, and he chose to live alone with a dog. So what's the wrong thing to do? Well, the wrong thing to do, obviously, would be to have sex (laughs) with a mutant. Although I always think, you know, zombies are clearly very tactile creatures. I I think they're just giving off the wrong signals. I think, you know, we should just have sex with zombies. (laughs) Anybody out wrong that? Form a circus with either the the mutants or the animals and see who'd pay to... to (laughs) But no, but but actually, um, I'm probably the freak, aren't I? So I could yes. charge for people to look at me. <laughs> Which that, you can't at the minute for loving and money. <laughs> Anybody got a more wrong answer than the that? The thing is, I've been sort of asked this question a lot. Uh, the amount of people, seriously, to go, are oh, you vegan, are oh, you vegan? Are you trying to tell me, right? If you were the only person left alive... Oh, fucking wish. If you were the only <laughs> person left alive, right, and the only food source was a cow, you try and tell me you wouldn't kill it and eat it. And you know what? If I was the only person left alive and the only food source was a cow, that is the least of that cow's problems. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making sweet love to that cow. You find a bag containing £100,000 and three severed fingers. What is the wrong thing to do? Take one of them and use it to count out the money. (laughs) Is it accidentally put the fingers in the bank? (laughs) uh, Tell everyone, hey, let's split the booty. I'll take the fingers. A group of fanatical Christians from Midwest America have mistaken you for the second coming. What is the wrong thing to do? Go anywhere near the fucking Midwest of America. (laughs) (laughs) But what if the Christian, uh, the Christians from the Midwest, actually mistook you for the second coming, the album by the Stone Roses? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that would be really awful, wouldn't it? God, no, you should have seen me before. I was really good. Get drunk and cry. We're done. Sky me. Oh.
Oh, no, we oh, no. <laughs> Producer Ben, what are the final scores? The final scores. Uh, Margaret and Emma had three. Oh, God. Michael and Rich had five. Oh. Yay! Yeah. All women are shit! <laughs> well, well done to whoever won that. Thank you for listening to the show. Goodbye! <laughs> Do the right thing featured Emma Kennedy, Rich Vulture, Margaret Cable, Smith, Michael Lay, 